The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we're going to be focusing on the holidays, some things that you need to know to enjoy them even more. Visiting with us this morning, Sergeant Sean Vinson, and he's going to be talking about Operation Fall Breaks with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. In addition, Public Information Officer Lisa Marchacioni is with us also. And to both of you, good morning and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Good to have you both with us today. Uh, Sean, tell us a little about uh, your fall, Operation Fall Breaks. Fall Breaks was an operation we've conducted now twice. It's going to be our third iteration in December. Um, we're still in the planning stages of this on a date for the one in December. But what it amounted to is we were having problems out on Interstate 24 with aggressive driving. And we so we went ahead and pulled together a group of law enforcement agencies uh, the Murfreesboro Police Department, ourselves with Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, uh, the Tennessee Highway Patrol, and also some of the other supporting agencies such as the Smyrna Police Department and Laverne. And we've all gotten together on a specific date. Both of them have happened to be on a Wednesday thus far, but it's a six-hour block of time, and we go out and target aggressive driving on the interstate. And each time has been very successful. During that six-hour block, We've had an average of 300 identified offenses, traffic offenses, that have been handled and dealt with in that six-hour block. Um, we've had a, we saw a significant reduction in calls uh, for complaints of reckless and careless driving on the interstate uh, during those times. So it's definitely something we're going to continue to move forward with and execute routinely every, approximately every month. What do you think is the reasoning behind this? People just forget things or are they in a hurry or what's the problem i think the traffic has grown uh over the last few years and we've got a lot of commute traffic coming from davidson county and other surrounding agencies that are passing through rutherford county in reference to trying to get to work or vice versa and they all get or everyone's in a rush everyone's trying to get there as quick as they can and when they do so uh inadvertently they may cut somebody off or or uh, get distracted because well a lot of people even though it's it's a hands-free state a lot of people still carry their cell phones with them and make phone calls and text messages and they do not see what they're doing when they're driving now a, a ticket uh, that you get on the interstate for something like this it uh, it gets your attention doesn't it absolutely it does <laughs> it sure does does it vary with uh, the offense and what are some prices for these tickets well the average uh for your first offense for say a distracted drive with hands free is only fifty dollars but they go up consecutively for every offense that you're cited for and then speeding and all the other offenses have a range from somewhere in the vicinity of uh, about two hundred dollars all the way up to a little over three hundred dollars now if if you get one of these tickets do the, does it go on your record and and cost you insurance sure does Yep. So you'll get points assessed to your driving record for for many of those offenses, and then obviously once the insurance company finds out about it, then your insurance will take a jump. 
Okay, so be sure and slow down and obey the laws. Don't get into a hurry. Uh, we started noticing this, uh, I guess it was a, a while back when the pande- pandemic was going on, when people were uh, out on the interstates with the COVID operations and uh, the traffic was the traffic count was down. So people started, it appeared, driving faster. Uh, now the traffic's back up, but they haven't slowed down. Is that right? That is correct. That's absolutely it. When, the, when there wasn't so much congestion out there, it seemed like everyone was able to drive better. And uh, so their speeds actually did increase a little bit. However, now that uh, the congestion is back in full force and everyone's traveling everywhere, the, uh, those speeds have not reduced. They're still driving, and that's causing all kinds of, all kinds of problems. Now, with youngsters taking driver's training in school, uh, is that helping any? Or I, I guess it's really hard to correlate uh, that particular, the numbers uh, with, with driver's training. But are the kids getting a better uh, education of how to drive safely? I believe they are. That It, it definitely helps the, the younger drivers to have some type of formalized training in that capacity. The, the ones that do it simply have a better understanding of the laws and the circumstances there that, that surround different situations they may encounter, such as what do you do if you get pulled over, if you have blue lights coming at you or coming up from behind you. Um, for some reason, some people have decided that the first thing you do is stop in the middle of the interstate, and that's not what we do. <laughs> you pull off to the right shoulder of the road whenever there's any blue lights coming. You pull to the right shoulder of the road, give them the give them the lane. And same thing is addressed when we talk about the move over law. The move over law is a, simply a law that states whenever you see any flashing lights of any color on the side of the road, you move over one lane. And if traffic is impeding your movement to that next lane, you slow down substantially so that you have time to react to somebody stepping out in front of you that may not realize you're coming around them like that. And so this has become a, a growing problem on interstate travel. It has. And I guess really on just highways as well. Yes, sir. So uh, remember those laws and remember to uh, pull over if you see blue lights coming or if you see flashing lights on the side of the roadway. Uh, is it more of a problem when we're we're getting a forecast of perhaps some snow? Uh, you know, the roads may be slippery. Who knows what the next few days are going to bring? But uh, is that more of a challenge when that happens? It, it is. I think that uh, here, folks in our county seem to be very cognizant of the weather changes. And whenever there's some significant weather coming in, everyone wants to make a last-minute rush out to the stores to get stocked up so they don't have to go out in it which is great but couple that with this time of year when traffic is at a high peak volume for everyone being out holiday shopping and christmas shopping uh you're just going to flood and have that much more traffic out there but if everyone stays home and, and stays indoors and stays off the road as best they can that's that's better for everybody so these are some things you need to be thinking about and you probably don't need that loaf of bread and uh, then quarter gallon of milk <laughs> that everybody has to have all of a sudden. So uh, we're not going to be snowed in that long, I don't No, it won't The be forecast long. isn't calling for feet. <laughs> so, in fact, it's not calling. It's an unknown at this point. 
Our phone number is 615-893-1450. And you can talk or text on that number. If you have a question or a comment, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. Also visiting with us today, the Public Information Officer for the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Lisa Marshashoni. Hey, Lisa, good morning. Good morning. How are you today, Bart? I'm doing great. Good to have you with us. Uh, you're sort of the pulse of everything that's happening at the Sheriff's Office. And what would you like to share this morning? I would like to talk about several different topics. First of all, um, referring back to what Sean said, Sheriff Fitzhugh is really interested in traffic because that's a big concern for people who live in the county. And he was um, really pleased with the results from the Operation Fall Breaks because of it, it reduced the the serious assaults and um, aggressive driving on the interstate during that time period and I think it's followed through pretty much even now and with the fact that we're continuing that enforcement I think is really important to the people of the county. And so this is going to go on even uh, without all the hoopla around it it's going to be a part of the sheriff's office's ongoing uh, routine, I guess. Yes, sir. It's going to continue. It's it's going to become just a standard event that we hold, hold every, approximately every month. Okay. So, uh, and I know that uh, there have been some officers riding on school buses, too, observing uh, people are not always doing what they should be doing when they pass school buses or are near those, too. That's absolutely correct. There's We've got a few of those little operations that are going to be kicking off again once the kids go back to school. The school zones are there to, for the kids' safety and for that of the parents and everyone else that are in that area dropping off. And for some reason, we've got a lot of people that just don't pay attention. They feel that their, their extra 30-second speed to get through there is validates them. To break the law and it doesn't we're so we do have officers that are now riding on school buses at times and have uh, traffic units sitting out at different places so that they can be called out to say this we just witnessed this on this vehicle go ahead and go pull them over for it and so that's going to be something we're going to be getting back into murfreesboro actually kicked that off with a really good successful operation in the city and so we're going to go ahead and, and and get on board with that and and move that out into the county schools as well okay so be aware of that now uh we've had uh, an increase I, I guess maybe an increase we've had quite a few traffic accidents that are t-bones and thing we continue to have those cars being hit on the sides uh which i guess is one of the more dangerous kinds because that has the uh, the least amount of protection for the person inside the car is there a way we can reduce those T-bone accidents? Most of those are coming simply from distracted driving. They've got so many different uh, things that are going on in the car nowadays that people are not, they've got so many things that are distracting them from what they should be focused on, meaning their drive and being on the roadway. Uh, as soon as that phone tings everyone wants to take their eyes off the road and look at their text messages to see what what just happened what just happened well that can wait to the till you get to where you're going <laughs> it doesn't have to be an immediate understanding of what just occurred um and staying hands-free really will help a lot because 
once you put that phone up on the dash, it's away from you. It's voice activated. You can tell it to call somebody. You can tell it to answer the phone. I don't even recommend taking a phone call while you're on the road, period. But if you have to, then do it all hands-free through your voice so your eyes are focused on driving. Well, also with so many cars, when they receive text messages, the message uh, is written on your screen right in front of you. Of course, that distracts you. Yes. And if you don't notice it's there, it'll start talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there are just so many distractions these days. There are. But there's a nice little app on most all the phones that says you just activate it, meaning calls are silenced and text messages are silenced while the vehicle is in motion. And so they just get a message that automatically populates and sends back to whoever texts you that says, I'm driving at this time. I'll call you when I get done. And you don't have to do anything. It's just an immediate response your phone is set up to do so that someone on the other end isn't like, well, they're just ignoring me. No, I'm driving right now, and I'll let you know when I get there. That's a safe way to do things. So check your apps uh, and then go ahead and activate that one for your safety and for everyone else's safety as well. As we look at the new year, are there any more uh, new programs that are going to be initiated here in Rutherford County? We've got, currently we've got the Booze It or Lose It campaign that's ongoing right now. Again, we that always pops up around the holiday seasons. Um, we have a lot of folks, obviously, that celebrate this time of year. Lots of parties that are going on. Just remember, pre-plan your travel. That way, you if, if you have alcohol or consume a little bit too much, you don't have to worry about getting home. You've got a ride coming to pick you up in a sober fashion. That way, that will reduce so much of our problem when it comes to accidents out there during this time frame. Um, like we said, the weather does change around here rather quickly. And to remember about the ice is on the bridge and, and overpasses and things of that nature. Um, I remember this time last year in the city, we had lots of accidents over in the overpasses because it, it froze so fast. And people were traveling home. And next thing you know, there's one car, two cars, three cars, six cars all in an accident sitting on top of the overpasses. So pre-plan your travel to your parties and events and and make sure you've got a a safe way to get back afterward. And if you're trying to figure out how to get from one end of town to the other (laughs) without going over an overpass, let me know. I I haven't figured one out. I think those uh, that interstate that divides the city uh, pretty well creates an overpass for everyone to cross. It does. So, uh, and and those overpasses are just treacherous. I mean, there's nothing underneath. The wind whips under them, and the uh, roads freeze above them, and it creates a real challenge. It does. Not uh, about the best thing to do is just to stay in off the roads, mm-hmm. if if at all possible. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, will salt if they get the salt and uh, things out in time? Will that thaw the overpasses enough, or does that just make it worse? No, it helps. It definitely helps. If they get the chemicals or the salt trucks out prior to the freeze, it always helps. Okay. Uh, And are we prepared? Do we have plenty of salt? Uh, We haven't. I don't guess we've used any so far this year. Not yet. Okay. (laughs) Do we have plenty then? Did we order? I believe we're good. (laughs) Okay. We don't have to make a run to the hardware store for some salt or anything. (laughs) David, let's do let's pause for just a moment. We will continue the conversation and we'll be back with more information 
about uh, driving safely and also doing things properly, uh, not only in this holiday season, but with the new year that's just around the corner, almost here. Two powerful FM signals, one AM signal, and worldwide on WGNSRadio.com. You can listen to us anywhere. We are WGNS Murfreesboro. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant. Demas has offered gift cards that you can get in any value. You know, those times where someone gives you gifts, you weren't really prepared. It's one of those things that's nice and easy to hand back out. But they're amazing gifts for teachers, for family and friends. And we always offer specials depending on how many gift cards that you get as well. You can go straight down to the restaurant and our cashiers are happy to help you with any of those gift cards. Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. I'd like to invite your family to come do business with my family. We have a variety of products. Whether it's a highly effective stain and odor remover for Fido's accident, a pet safe candle for the home, or fresh decor to brighten your fish or reptile enclosure, we have you covered here at Animal City. Here at Animal City, we have two full stories of great pet supplies and adoptable pets. You can find your locally owned pet store, Animal City on Broad Street. Good morning. They had the interstate stop for a second on 24 westbound in Harding Place to move an accident. You're able to get up through there right now. It's just crazy slow coming in from Rutherford County right now in that area uh, through this section of Davidson County on 24 westbound at Harding Place due to this accident. Uh, traffic's still tied up pretty good in Montgomery County trying to get out of Clarksville on 24 eastbound at the 8-mile marker. That's got traffic really slow go again out there in the Clarksville area. Princess Hot Chicken can help you with catering during the holiday season. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. A wind chill warning will go into effect your early Friday morning. Partial sunshine develops this afternoon with a high in the mid-50s. Tonight's slight chance for rain late alone near 41. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 26. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. It's coast to coast AM overnight every night. You have a possessed radio? Yeah. WGNS, Murfreesboro. Welcome back. We're talking with some friends from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office this morning. Did you hear that 26 degrees right now? No wonder I'm cold. (laughs) It's chilly out there. 26 degrees. Our phone number if you want to join us and you can talk or text whatever thought you have on our topics this morning. 615-893-1450. Again, you can talk or text on that one number. And visiting with us from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Public Information Officer Lisa Marchersoni and Sergeant Sean Vinson. We're learning some things that are happening in our community that we need to be aware of and we can drive more safely. The New Year's just around the corner. Of course, don't drink and drive. Don't do that New Year's or any time. And we're seeing, Sean, we're seeing an increase in the number of people drinking. Are, are people using drugs also, or these both 
just sort of combined now the two they, they they are combined today we've got we, we focus on impairment rather than on one intoxicant or another but pe- people do recreational drugs that you know all of it is illegal but they still do it and for some reason they believe that smoking marijuana is uh, one that gets away from being intoxicated on the, the roadway well it's actually an impairment and it's it's seen and our officers know how to find it and look for it and identify it and so surprisingly there's a lot of people out there that believe that driving under the influence means alcohol only and it doesn't it's any type of impairment or even prescription drugs that are misused or or used if they have a label on them that says do not operate heavy machinery then your web your vehicle is a is a machine pretty heavy shouldn't be operating it <laughs> do people sometimes take prescription medication not realizing what it will do uh, as far as impacting their driving ability yes they they do they don't feel it they don't realize that it's actually causing an impairment and the problem is is they may get away with it for for quite a while but then all of a sudden they're put into a situation where they have to react in a rapid speed and they can't because of the impairment that they didn't even realize they were under and then they're in the accident that could have been avoided if they hadn't been behind the wheel or were on a different medication now what do you do to be sure that you are aware that those medications have a, a, a negative effect on you? I think a lot of people don't realize that. Well, a lot of, just read the labeling on them because they have a warning label that's stuck on all the prescriptions that will cause drowsiness or uh, some type of an impairment to you. If they, said, if they put the little sticker on there that says, do not operate heavy machinery, that's because it's an, it will impair your ability to handle the situation. Very good. Lisa, I understand you have some uh, openings at the sheriff's office. We do have a few, Bart. Um, Like many other people in the community, we're having trouble um, hiring people, getting people interested to work in law enforcement right now. And that's true throughout the nation. But we we are doing a lot of efforts in recruiting. Our officers have gone to Fort Campbell to uh, talk to soldiers who are leaving the military and we've been able to get some employees from there. Um, we are going to high schools and colleges and job fairs, anything we can do to find somebody. And Sheriff Fitch, is looking for people who are invested in their community, who care about their community, and have a heart for the people. And he, we're really trying to hire good quality people. We have good um, benefits at the sheriff's office and our pay is more competitive now so i i think we're drawing for people who want to get into the law enforcement community now when you go to fort campbell and talk with some of the military people who are getting out of the military what uh, what kind of uh, qualities are you looking for are these military police officers or anyone who's in the military um they don't necessarily have to be in the military police because we found that veterans are very comfortable transitioning from the military to law enforcement and they have the qualities that we're looking for you know care about their country and community Mm -hmm. and and they understand about law and order very good so uh, absolutely 
the uh, we, we do have a lot of veterans that work at the sheriff's office currently, and with those, they're doing they're getting reached out to from time to time to speak or to talk to some of those veterans that may be exiting service and, and looking for a place to come. the The family aspect of the law enforcement community lends itself very generously to that of a veteran's service. Um, they're kind of mentored in the same way, and they're built in the same same fashion originally and so that's why they they transitioned into that that role very easily and then they've also got they've got an established work ethic you know they, they they've got standards that they're used to adhering to and they they're used to following orders and, and 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 feeling like that is how they best operate and so when they come to the sheriff's office or any law enforcement community for that matter that they fit right in very quickly mm-hmm. Now, are there openings in every area of the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office from uh, people who work in the jail to officers who are on the road to, uh, I guess, detectives? Or We, we do. We have op- openings within the administrative areas, the dispatch areas, the detention areas, on patrol, in the schools for the SROs. Um, and we do have... a. a we do have the ability for promotions and movement laterally within the organization. We've just had a lot of promotions, you may have noticed. Mm-hmm. That's um, exciting to see. Uh, Deputy Chief Agon Grissom retired after like almost 30 years of service with us. So because he was one of the top command staff members, when he retired, it left a void, and we started filling it with people who have been at the sheriff's office, who have great experience and great training. So that's why you saw all the all the promotions recently. And so when you moved the other people up, that left some more openings that you're looking for now. Yes. What kind so. of, for somebody who's new? Uh, what kind of uh, what kind of jobs are available? What kind of pay is available? And you mentioned benefits too. Uh, just a ballpark, so somebody say, hey, I'd I'd like to check that out. Um, the detention is one place where we have openings that's an entry-level position and many of the people in detention make a career there but there are others who who come into the detention center they work there for about a year or so and they are ready to go on the road as patrol officers and the people who work in patrol have um, they've been around people they know how to deal with difficult situations sometimes in the jail and difficult people sometimes and they are able to negotiate and and work with different types of people so when they end up on the road as a patrol officer they have that skill already built in and they are able to to translate that into their job and it's a smoother transition for them okay so the best thing to do is to check out these jobs at the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. How do they do that? Oh, it's pretty easy. We, we try to make it as easy as possible for people. They can go to the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office website and look for available jobs, and it's right on the first page of the website. And just apply there, and they apply online. Okay. And when will you be hiring? So if somebody's home for the holidays and looking for a job uh, is this something they will hear back from you quickly or usually we um, review the applications and if somebody 
appears to be qualified, we try to get into contact with them quickly. And um, it's it does take a process. We do background checks and check references. So um, it's a pretty quick turnaround, though. We've got a new we're, – we're implementing a recruiting team at, over there at the sheriff's office as well. And so now as the applications are coming in and they look like a candidate that meets the criteria right off the bat – then they're going to get forwarded over to one of the recruiters um, that have been designated and volunteered to say, "I'd like to, I'd like to to go talk to folks about coming to work for us." And so their name will get forwarded over to somebody, and then that person will be in contact with them just to touch base, answer questions, get to know them a little bit, maybe even get them to come out and do a ride along with us and 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 see what we actually do, and then introduce them to different areas of the department that that they may be interested in. Um, not everybody wants to be on the road and be on patrol. And that's fine. We've got plenty of other positions available, and we need them. They all support the effort, and and we have to fill them all to make it make it work well. Here's a text from a listener who says, "I have enjoyed uh, riding in the past with some of the deputies. I've taken the Citizens Police Academy at the Sheriff's Office. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and I have uh, some neighbors who would like to take it. Also, they have not taken it." Is there a Citizens Police Academy class coming up soon? There should be one in the spring. Spring, and okay. if they will check... And the we're ready for spring. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely ready for spring this week, Mark. Um, if they could check the Rutherford County Facebook page, we announce it there, and we also announce it through WGNS and mm-hmm. other local media. Okay, so uh, look forward to spring in more ways than one. Yes. But, uh, and should you apply for that as early as you hear about it? Because it fills up pretty quickly, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, People who take that class end up having lifelong friends. And it's a great experience to learn about what the sheriff's office does. And from the SWAT team to canine, to the jail people are interested in the jail operations um and there's other things at the sheriff's office the school resource officers and um it's just a myriad That's of different a happy things little sound yes <laughs> uh and speaking of uh text from listeners here's another text from a listener uh this one is dealing with uh with the scan program senior citizens awareness network they say they've been hearing a lot of good things about it uh, on this radio station, and they would like to get involved in that. Is there a way to get involved with the Senior Citizens Awareness Network? Thank you for that question. We are always looking for good volunteers to work at the SCAN program that stands for the Senior Citizens Awareness Network. Um, we have about 80 senior citizens right now who are enrolled. There's no cost to them. And the SCAM volunteers are all, um, they give their own time. There's, it's not a paid position. But part of the things they do are t- to go around and visit the seniors. They do a home safety check to make sure that they have smoke alarms and that their homes are secure for them to live in. Um, we have helped um, find community resources who will build a ramp for people who were unable to get into their homes. But we are the, a link with a lot of community resources. We provide food um, donated by Second Harvest Food Bank and other, like a church in Midland, and I, um, another human resources agency. 
but we're if they have any kind of needs we try to help them and make sure that they live in a safe environment now one thing that i know we we've talked about uh, not with the sheriff's program but uh, with homeless situation the uh, nights that are so cold there, there are shelters for them yes but uh, the SCAN program, Senior Citizens Awareness Network, I would imagine some of the homes that people live in are cold also. Uh, I mean, Thursday night, uh, it's going to be, the low is going to be one degree. I, I don't remember, one degree is pretty cold. Friday is a low of four, Saturday down to nine. I mean, we're talking about cold weather. Uh, what can be done to help these senior citizens? The SCAN program runs on donations. We've fortunately had so many people who have helped us, individuals and um, businesses and department stores like um, Lowe's has been a really good supplier for us. If we need items like heaters, they will donate to them if they can't donate we will f um, we have scan funding that we can use to help seniors and we have provided both heaters and air conditioners to seniors who don't have those appliances available so if tomorrow night you discover that some of your members don't have the the heating to make it livable i mean one degree is uh, you can pass away if you don't get it. Yes, yes. Uh, and somebody is there to help. I suspect that ET already knows people who may not have enough sufficient heating, and she will probably call people and find out if they're okay and if they need any type of heating appliances. I guess these things, we don't have one-degree temperatures that often, but there are possibly some temporary things that can help people get through these cold, cold nights that we occasionally have pop up, I guess. Yes. So and the senior citizens are very vulnerable, and some of them live in houses that they uh, have lived in all their lives, so they may need some assistance. So if you uh, want to help out, just would they call ET, uh, guys? Okay. Yes. Um, to answer the question of the caller, if you are interested in becoming a SCAN volunteer, you can call E.T. Geis, and she is the coordinator of SCAN, and her number is 615-904-3139. 615-904-3139. Correct. Okay, we will put that uh, where, where we post the podcast of this broadcast, so if you go back and check on it and you're wanting to help out with the SCAN program, uh, we will list E.T.'s number, E.T. Geis, and uh, you can help out. Uh, you never know when help is needed, and you may have some special talent with who knows what. Yes. <laughs> um, SCAN volunteers always travel in pairs, and we will train you in how to be a SCAN volunteer. One of the things that we do is call the seniors every so often and check in just to make sure they're they're okay and they and to see if they have any needs so now, when it's super cold like it's getting uh is that a way to, is that a reason to increase the number of calls yes it is okay and I, while we're talking i just noticed 
two tank type trucks pass us outside with, uh, and I've never seen it like this before, uh, with the liquid in the big tank in the back and then a sprayer, uh, a long wide sprayer in front. Usually they just throw, uh, you know, salt or whatever it is out the back. This looks like a whole new type of truck today. Yep, it's a chemical antifreeze product that they're applying to the roads. So is that a, a better solution than than what we've had? It is, and, and some of the roads that we have, the way that roads are structured, they have multiple layers and surfaces to get the water off of them. And so sometimes the salt out there will degrade that road top and the chemicals work better. It's It allows it to set where it needs to without causing a slick surface and allows it not to freeze. Okay, so uh, that'll make some of you out there feel a little easier. Uh, this couldn't have been in about 30-second period of time. I saw two of them drive right by our window over on Broad. So they are out there, and, and they are getting ready for whatever it is that's coming. And we hope, we hope this time the weather forecast is wrong. We'll find out, though. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We will return. Stay with us if you have a question. Or if you have a comment, you can text it to us, 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. All Sports Talk, weekdays at 5. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Broadway County's place to talk. (coughs) When a cold comes on strong... (laughs) Knock it out with Vicks DayQuil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks DayQuil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks DayQuil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Dell Technologies Days of Deals for Business start now with fresh, limited quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. The older model car that you need to get to work? Yeah, we've helped with that. The HVAC unit that suddenly needs to be replaced? We helped with that. Repairing your credit? Yes, we've helped with that. How about a second chance at a checking account? We've even helped with that. Experience the Heritage South difference. Learn more at heritagesouth.org. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. What do you like most about Adams Place? You can just knock on the director's door and you can walk right in and it's very personal. We're talking with Carol Johnston. They put the residents first here. I think it's just a great place to live and I enjoy the front porch and the rocking chairs. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. 
wind chill warning will go into effect here early Friday morning. Partial sunshine develops this afternoon with a high in the mid-50s. Tonight's slight chance for rain late alone near 41. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 26. There is an underground civilization underneath of the North American continent. It's coast to coast AM overnight every night on WGNS Murfreesboro. Welcome back. We are focusing on activities from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. And visiting with us this morning, Public Information Officer Lisa Marshashoni and Sergeant Sean Vincent with us. Our phone number again, 615-893-1450. Lisa, you have been very active. The entire Sheriff's Department's been very active in helping people with this Christmas season. We have, Bart, we are really fortunate in Rutherford County that we have so many people giving giving people who care about our community, who care about our senior citizens and our children. This week, we have been delivering um, gift packages to all the senior citizens in the SCAN program. People in the community came to the sheriff's office and our employees as well sponsored senior citizens and the scan members delivered those packages this week um one lady who's a retired teacher was just so thrilled she just got a blanket and she just held it up to her face and talked about how soft it was and other other people who wouldn't get other presents Otherwise, we're just so pleased they were almost in tears about people caring for them. And it was just such a joy to be around the seniors and to watch their delight at getting the presents. And it was more that the people really cared about them and really wanted to to make sure that they had a good Christmas. That's what it's all about, helping other people. It is. And then you did the shop with the sheriff? The school resource officers and the members of the Sheriff Citizens um, Academy Alumni Association volunteered as well. We collected money at Toots, and we thank Wade Hayes and his staff just for allowing us to take over the restaurants and collect money for Shop with the Sheriff. And we used that money to take about 33 children shopping that morning. And those were in elementary and middle schools. And the kids were just so excited, as you can imagine, kids being around Christmas. And I think the adults who volunteered in the SROs probably got more joy out of it. There's one little boy who got a bike, his first bike, and he was outside of Walmart where we had the shop with the sheriff. And he was riding his bike around and there were two SROs watching him to make sure he was okay because it was his first time. And it's just those moments that make you grateful to live in Rutherford County. Oh, very definitely. And again, uh, the SROs is one of those areas that you are hiring in, and you get all of these rewards. Those are, uh, obviously you get paid, but uh, those are worth more than money. I mean, that, that really lasts. So. And I guess it's true with with all areas of law enforcement. Uh, Sean, you've you've how long have you been in in law enforcement? Five years. Now, what uh, what made you decide I want to get into this? I re- I uh, retired from the army 
and it seemed like a, a good fit, something I wanted to do from a long, for a long time, and it just seemed like a, a good good fit, and I, I think it was. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go, Lisa. There another reason to get people from the military involved. Yes, and we're br- we're proud that Sean's here with us. <laughs> So, uh, and after five years, here you are uh, doing great things. So exciting to see that. And, and this, this could happen to somebody listening right now who's thinking, maybe that's something I should consider. Maybe it's something I should check on. Well, you need to do that first. You need to check on it. Don't let the opportunity slip away. Check on it and see if it uh, is what you want uh, with your life. Uh, and so, Sean, when you checked on it, were there immediate openings or were you uh, about to get out of the military in three months or six months or something of that sort? I had, we had moved to Tennessee because we wanted to, we wanted to come to Tennessee. We'd been in the military for a while, and it was just a state that, uh, that we decided we were going to move to when we got out of the Army. Um, my son actually graduated from uh, University of Georgia and wound up getting a job with Smyrna Police Department and so when he did that we decided we were going to move somewhere in that area and the first thing I did was look at the Sheriff's Department and see if they had any openings and at that point they did and so I applied and got hired. So you're here with your family the whole family. Yep everybody. And uh, your son's in law enforcement too just down the road. He is and he just recently uh, transferred over to the Sheriff's Department and so he's working there as well and our youngest daughter is a school teacher here so you're a proud dad absolutely (laughs) (laughs) that's what's exciting to have the family together where they can enjoy each other absolutely so important and and that's something i guess the sheriff's office really sort of encourages we do um we are like a family and that's one thing I, i love most about working there is that we care about each other and it, it really does feel like a family. It, from Sheriff Fitch, who cares about everybody, and the command staff, the supervisors. And I, for it to be such a serious business, you can feel the care from the beginning. And that's one thing I'm really impressed about working there. Very definitely. We have a, another question here. This one is uh, asking, is the jail overcrowded it had been in the past and uh, is there any plan are there any plans to uh, enlarge the rutherford county sheriff's office uh, adult detention center right now we are below capacity and the judges have implemented a program where people who have um, a low risk who are charged with crime most likely a misdemeanor crime um, can be released on their own recognizance and they have to make sure that they come to court and follow the laws in that time period before their case is heard in court. And that has helped the overcrowding because some people, like for example, if they were charged with a public drunk drunkenness charge, um, they stayed, sometimes they stayed in jail for three months or something waiting for their court date. And the judges saw that that needed to be changed and changed it. So that has helped the overcrowding problem. And um, I am not aware of any programs to enlarge the jail. We might have to in the future because of the growth of the county, but right now um, I don't think that's an immediate problem. 
are there still classes being taught where the people who are incarcerated can learn a trade or do something that makes them more productive citizens? We have trustees, and those are low-level inmates who um, do work around the jail, so they learn about plumbing, electrical, painting. We have people painting right now and remodeling part of the offices. Um, so they are learning skills as they work with the maintenance staff. So they get an opportunity to learn something that they can use when they are released? Yes. Is the rate of recidivism down? I, I'm not sure, but I can check on that for you. Okay. Well, that's going to pretty well do it for our show today. We want to say thank you to Lisa Marshall and Sean Vinson for joining us today from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. We hope both of you have a Merry Christmas and hope everybody at the Sheriff's Office does too. Thank you, and you too, Bart. Talk to you later. Stay tuned. Much more to come.